good does it feel oh man i don't know i was gonna say that. i was gonna say something about hanging up a championship game participation banner but i don't know how to phrase that but i was a championship game participant feels good you were yeah how many how many bottles did you win this year um you know it's not about it's not about the bottles nick it's not about the I mean, bottles there's a, a combined zero bottles were won by this group but you yeah. know it's you know got to throw shade yeah I, I did like the jokes you know matt campbell said that his goal wasn't when to win a conference championship oh, or whatever yeah. and i saw some people making jokes you know in the last 24 hours it's like hmm, there's a team without a conference championship uh that just opened up <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the coaching carousel has been i mean absolutely nuts crazy. and yeah. if you think back when the whole name image likeness thing was going through all the athletic directors were like you know, no way the, the players aren't going to get paid. It's going to be the wild, wild west out there. And just look at the truckloads of money that these athletic directors are now spending on coaches. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. I think my favorite one was uh, the OU president gave a, like a press conference right after. And in it, he basically like he had a prepared speech and he gets to a point and there's like a, a, a pause where he's like, yeah, um, more notice would have been nice. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, like coming from the, you know, one of the two schools that completely blindsided everybody and just saying yeah. the Big 12 sucks. I'm leaving. You know, that's what you yeah. get. Yeah. yeah there's just so many angles to it, like. OU, I mean, he probably would have stayed at OU if they would have stayed in the Big 12. Maybe, I, I guess that's what I'm, that's the story I'm telling myself. That's kind of what and I've probably, heard too, is apparently he wasn't happy about that. Yeah, I mean, they had an easy road to the playoff every year in the Big 12. Um, And then with Notre Dame, that whole stuff is like, well, he's playing for national title. Or he might maybe. be. He might be. Maybe. He has well, he a chance to. Well, right. <laughs> he won't be now. Oh, it's just nuts. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, it's... Yeah, so I am... he has, what, like a 20% chance to make a playoff next week. And he chose that he would prefer to have uh, whatever the percentage chance is in next year or the year mm-hmm. after that at LSU, which is just wild. Well, I mean, he's already been in the playoffs with Notre Dame, and it didn't go well. Yeah. I am. So I don't know I, if he saw the writing on the wall or something or what, but yeah, probably just that he needed to be in a conference to get into the into the playoff. Yeah. Well, one of the things I was reading is uh, he and the like the higher ups at Notre Dame don't get along because Brian Kelly's like, I want to be able to recruit dumbass athletes to come in here, mm-hmm. and Notre Dame's like, we're we have academic standards, and you know you're not going to be able to do that. 
Um, and there's a couple other things, but basically the he doesn't just get what he wants. And so he's like, oh, if I go to LSU, they'll basically do whatever I want. And you can recruit the dumbest people out there, you know, whatever. Um, but one of Which... my favorite tweets that I've seen so far is LSU fans, if they didn't like Ed Orgeron, they are going to hate Brian Kelly. Because <laughs> yeah. Ed Orgeron at least was entertaining and wanted <laughs> to be there. And Brian Kelly is a just a son of a bitch. You know, what will be interesting is if, I mean, it's only a rumor right now, but if Urban Meyer then goes to Notre Dame, you know, they've, they've got academic standards, but apparently they don't have moral standards. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Catholic school. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't anyway. see. I mean, I guess I'd, I'd, I'd say I don't see that. But then isn't, isn't that his Brian dream Kelly school? Hasn't, hasn't he said that that's yeah, for yeah. all time been his dream school? And it's never it's really of... worked out that they're both. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. All I have to say about that is. I'm glad that Nebraska is not involved in this coaching carousel because this is nuts, and I feel like we'd be uh, picking up the scraps. I mean, honestly, I think it just every cycle just gets more and more crazy. That's yeah, right. That's, like that's true. I mean, two years from now, we're gonna look weirder. back and be like, "Oh man, remember that days of the tame Brian Kelly leaving basically a playoff school, texting his his." his uh team yeah. say oh see you at 7 a.m when i tell you my in love person. for you is limitless <laughs> yeah. oh my oh, god man. that was so great um yeah yeah so all right well um what you guys drinking tonight uh so i will go first here and brian you might remember this oh, uh, that one's so good when i took a trip uh to iowa city for the minnesota game i brought with me um this uh, label. ipa called Ride Captain Ride from Eagle Park out in uh, Milwaukee, and it is fantastic. I know BK and Pat can attest to that. So yeah, nice. I, I could drink a few of those. Nice. I got myself a um, a sour pa- or pastry sour. Uh, it's a blackberry pastry sour um, with vanilla, blackberries, cinnamon, graham cracker. Pretty graham good. cracker. Yeah, it tastes like um, it's from... Uh, from the uh, barn town again um yeah so it tastes kind of like a barn town like in waukee mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah so it oh. tastes like a little bit like a little like it says it's called a blackberry cobbler and that's kind of what it tastes like it's pretty good interesting i've got a um another red wine i feel like i always have red wine on these yeah and yeah. i it's not like i drink a lot of red wine i just it just happens to turn out that way but it's the decoy that's what i'm drinking with a little duck on it yeah from duck horn. Oh, I thought you meant like you're gonna sneak in like. Uh... Oh no, it's called decoy. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's no. Um, we've we've all seen your decoy liquored up tricks before, Eric. Yeah, we know about that. So I mean, I, obviously, can you guys see this? Like it, it yeah, doesn't really it look purple? That, like, appetizing. Yeah, purple like or purple. pinkish? Yeah, it looks kind of gross. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. It's got a smell to it. It too. looks that, like a rosé. You know, that that brewery is just right down the street from my house, and I had it. When it opened up, I went there and they didn't really have that many options. They had like just the very basics. And I think I had one and it was kind of meh. But it feels like a lot of people talk about it and have it. And I've, I've never gone So I have back, a theory so. about new breweries, right? Mm. Is when a new brewery opens up, you go and you sample, you know, what they're going to have is like their pillar. Because every brewery opens up with like, you know, an IPA, a lager, whatever. So you go and you sample those. And if they're okay, right, then you come back in a year after they've, like, got their feet under them and you try their other stuff. 
right? And that's when you know if it's a good brewery or not is a year later if they're still there. Hmm. Um, so, all right. Well, it's been more than a year. I should go yeah, back. I check it out. I mean, the liquor store here always has like the Neon, which is their hazy IPA, which is pretty solid go to. Hmm. And they always kind of have a cycle of specialty ones. That's always pretty good. Seems I just, like they do a lot of sours. I just struggle to try anything other than, as far as locals, as other than Confluence. That's just my. I go to. I can't can't go wrong with that one. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on. What do we got um, first, guys? Well, um, and just just a little little tease here for our listeners. Brian and Nick have something cooked up at the end of the episode, and they won't tell me what it is. Uh, it's it's on the very end of our outline, so stick around and you know be surprised with me. Well, and some of our, uh, I would say eagle-eyed, but whatever the equivalent is for, you know, your hearing, uh, some of our more astute listeners maybe uh, might be able to pick up on on just what the little gem is from previous episodes. I um, am scared. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, actually, um, on a similar note, and this is kind of our next uh, topic here, is on a past podcast, somebody asked the question, um, like what are the current longest streaks of mm-hmm. making the playoffs and not making the playoffs, or I should say playing in the best of the rest. And I do have an answer for you. Uh, I have a handy dandy timeline that I keep track of kind of where people land. Uh, and currently the longest active playoff streak belongs to um, an Iowa city resident. Uh, he went by the name of peaches and cream this year. He's made the playoffs for four straight years and, um, but I don't think he's made it past the semifinal game. Um, mm, but he has been he has been a part of the playoffs here for the last four years. Um, and then on the flip side, who is uh, who are the people that have played in the best of the rest for the most consecutive years? There's a tie, um, and just by I will say one of those people is on this podcast right now. I immediately regret asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> and it is Eric. Uh, it's been three years. Uh, he went from a championship in 2018, and he hasn't even been back since. Um, and then I the ma- other one, I made some risky trades that you made some risky sunk trades. me. Um, yeah. Then the other one uh, is the person that almost made history, appearing in his third straight best of the rest title game, and narrowly, just narrowly, missed out on a third one um just a, a small 130 point beat down by alex yeah. but it was a close one <laughs> but, i just uh, i just Mark loved has, yeah this year that it took what it took seven wins to get into the playoffs this year and over the past three years in the regular season mark has six wins <laughs> <laughs> and two best of the rest titles yeah. three appearances in the final game yeah also, uh, I was putting together my uh, just like stat stat keeping stuff, and I think Mark scored the lowest amount of. Well, I think Jamie scored less in just the best of the rest three games, but Mark scored the second fewest points out of all best of the rest competitors, uh, and he played in the title game. Interesting. Huh. Who had the, who had the least? Is that me? Jamie. Oh. Jamie. Yeah, I don't know what happened, Jamie. Uh, so if you look, I also did um, the piece on like tracking all the trades, like who traded draft picks for players and then how many points those players scored. And 
I don't remember exactly when Jamie started throwing in the towel, but he traded like two or three different players that, I mean, went on to have monster seasons. Like he traded me Jalen Tolbert, who averaged like 20 points plus as a wide receiver after I got him. He traded um, the Oregon running back to Pat, who Travis Dye, who was averaging like 25 points a game. So Jamie gave up some pretty good players and his team reflects that. (laughs) So this is interesting. I was just, as we were, I mean, just talking about this with uh, Mark Strout, I was kind of just wondering, does Mark even pay attention? And so, you know, there's that chart on fan tracks where it shows how many days you've, a person has accessed a league. Have you seen this before? Have you seen yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. I I tried looking for this and I couldn't find it. So, do, so so don't 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 go looking for it. Let's do some guesses. Uh, who is oh access the league the most? That's probably easy. It's me. Yeah. No, it's it, not it, you. Holy you, shit! You're really? second. You're second. <clears throat> Pat and Creed are often with, up there. But uh, Nick is second just... with 93 days. He's access the league. But, I mean, that but, actually is astonishing because I go in there a lot to check stat stuff. So I'm in there three or four times a week not to look at my team but just so, to like update stats i mean the other one shouldn't be a a surprise i think he's got a a reason for this oh high is it number. philbot because there's two of them no no they each have separate so mm. i okay if we combine their team numbers they would easily be the leader but no it's bk with 95 oh yeah so he's the yeah. commissioner um okay. after that anyone gets so it's bk then nick and we're, we're saying Phil Brooks are two separate peoples. Separate right? people, yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Brooks or Creed. No, it is someone in the best of the rest this week or this year. Oh, it's got to be Alex then. Nope. Hmm. Maybe it's John because he was checking all his trades, seeing if he's got people trading him stuff. Nope, it's me. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then after that, it goes to when did, what did you say a number for yourself? Oh, 90, 90. Okay. That's and up then, there. Then 86 is, um, Brooks. 84 is Pat. Uh, eighty one, and we'll stop here. 81 is Creed. Okay, and then, and, say, then, and so then, then Mark is by far the lowest with thirty-five. Okay, I was gonna say. So here's here's the here's the game, right? I think each of us, uh, obviously, you know the answer, Eric. So BK, and I'll do this. We need to guess who is second to last and how many they have. Second to last and how many they have? Yeah. Okay. Let me yeah. figure this out. You said Mark had thirty-five. You guys got a guess? I'm gonna go Jamie. With fifty-two, yeah, I I feel like it's Jamie too, but I'll, I'll go forty-five. It's Jamie with forty-one. Oh my gosh! Okay, mm-hmm. I oh, way overestimated. So just to go down, it's uh, Alex is seventy-eight, uh, Casey's eighty. Um, I'm just doing the ones I haven't done. Uh, Phil is fifty-nine, and then John is fifty-nine. I guess I didn't. I didn't realize I accessed it that that much. I, it, yeah. Does it, it must just check the the logins on the app too. 
Yeah, I was gonna say it probably does. Uh, if you're checking your scores during the day. Well, no, it's it's days access. So if you do it once in a day, it counts as one. If you do it twice in a day, it's still one. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, like some of those numbers like, almost make sense, right? Like, because there's like, you know, like a Wednesday or a Thursday game. Sometimes a Friday Waver game. Wires. Sometimes a Sunday game or a Saturday game. So I'm like, ch- you're kind of looking at 36 if you're just like checking every day for scores and then waiver wires. Yeah, yeah it puts you up to. And I'm I'm checking my other league since I'm the commissioner every day just to monitor something. So it's just in my process of <laughs> checking both at <laughs> the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But, all well, right. that, was, uh, that was pretty interesting. That was an unplanned. That was unplanned there, but that yeah. was I like that. That was nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. No, so pretty much what you're saying is just logging into fan tracks doesn't. It, it provides a good correlation. Just the act of logging into it helps your team out. It does, but except for me, <laughs> <laughs> there does seem to be a direct correlation between number of times logged in and success. Not. Not a direct one, but a isn't, strong. Correlation. Isn't there another chart? I'm I'm gonna look around for this. Isn't there another chart of like total transactions? Executed? Oh yeah, there should be one of those out I'm, there. I'm gonna it try to find that. It used to be ridiculous uh, before we did the only one waiver wire thing. Yeah, I'll try to find it. And sometimes this the Fantrax is not the most logical for me. So yeah, well, out. while we're while you're checking that out, uh, EP, I wanted to touch on. Um, I don't know what Alex's team was doing, or how he like missed the playoffs, because um, what he ended up four and seven, and I think he lost four games in a row or something like that. But his team blew up in the postseason. <laughs> I mean, I think he outscored everybody else in just the postseason. In fact, I can go check on that, but. Uh, he was uh, he was chirping this weekend about how if he would have made it he would have won and it's hard to argue with uh, with him based on pure points. <clears throat> yeah, I mean the thing that he did that was pretty helpful for him is he traded Eric. You had Haskins, right? Uh, no, I had Blake Corum. Oh, you had Corum. All right, so he drafted Haskins. Okay, so um, Eric had the other Minnes or other Michigan running back, right? That was I just Corum. Said, yeah, I just said Corum. Yeah, okay. Oh, I didn't Sorry, draft. Eric, I didn't. Draft you also Haskins. had the uh, UCLA guy, right? Yeah, uh, the former Michigan guy, Charbonnet. Or... Yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah, I had this one in my head. Um, Alex picked up Braylon Allen from Casey, the oh, Wisconsin running back. Speaking of, uh, what was the agreement between them? Like, it was how many points? So, like, what kind uh, of pick did Alex end up giving it's a up second for that round draft pick? Uh, which what would you second round draft pick okay i, I need to i guess deal. i need to confirm that with both of them but casey told me it's a second round draft pick now okay yeah we got to uh make sure that i add that to the uh trade stats yeah so i need to yeah manually put that in but yeah he <laughs> of course was shut down by um shut down by minnesota but he went for um 44 36 and I guess that's not the one. Yeah, so 44 and 36 in the last uh, first two weeks of the playoffs. So he was definitely throwing some points up there and yeah. kind of well, here you got go. him into that championship game to. So, get top over that three scorers mark. in the, uh, the postseason here. Um, at third is myself, but that's just because I had the 190 that last week. I scored 178. 
Um, obviously eliminated in the battle royale. Second most points is the league champ. So that one, that one kind of jives. 181 points out of Creed. And then a big jump, 208 points put up by Alex. <laughs> Absolutely crushing it. Oh, just kidding. I was looking at the power rankings. That was his power ranking was 208. Sorry. Now I feel dumb. Okay. Wow. All right. Same three, but different order. So Creed scored 422 points in the playoffs. I scored 453. And Alex scored 505. And, uh, I mean, one of my bottles. So <laughs> worthy, yeah. right? Yeah. Eric, why don't you go back and uh, edit out the part where I said the wrong numbers? That'd be great. I'll get right on that. <laughs> Somehow I don't believe you. Have I ever edited an episode? No, but until now, you're the only one that suggested doing it. So <laughs> for, for the game that we're going to play at the end, Eric was, I, I have some audio that I'm going to shittily bring in from my computer. And Eric was like, oh, I could just edit it in. And I'm like, I don't think you're going to edit it in. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also said I could edit it out if, <laughs> and that I very well could. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess it kind of takes us to the championship game. I don't know like what we need or want to say about that. Um, well, Brian, as a, somebody that lived through it, why don't you tell us about your experience? Uh, so I was pretty happy when McCall didn't do too well. He got 20. I was like, all right, that's survivable. And then <clears throat> Alave actually didn't do that great. But then Travion Henderson was doing pretty well. It was kind of very frustrating, actually, because, you know, I had Stroud and I was just you know, he was just dumping off the ball to Olave or Henderson. It felt like every every pass. So it was like, sure, I'm getting some points for this, but Creed's just growing at the same time. So it felt like I could never close that gap, um, which was a little frustrating. And then I, you know, thought I still kind of thought I had a chance at some point, but then you know, Cameron Peoples didn't uh, didn't show up at all. I don't I don't know what the deal is. He was rock solid all year outside of his injury, and then in the last two weeks of the season, he just didn't really play too much. Um, so I'm not sure what happened there. Um, and then Rashid White um, went off against Washington, and he didn't really do that well. The, you know, you need those twenty-five pointers really to have a chance at the end, and uh, he he wasn't doing it. There's there's really no points across the board on my team, so it's kind of frustrating. Well, I will tell you, Brian. Um, at least you didn't like leave a win on your bench. You know, like yeah. there's not a not a worse feeling than like, dang, if I would have just played so and so. Yeah, I mean, the one frustrating thing is I kind of, like, expected Creed to be in that 140 to 160 range. So, like, I was, like, playing around with my roster trying to figure out, like, what, you know, is there something here that I could, like, kind of make happen? I benched Brooks. It wouldn't have mattered. But I benched him because he was playing in Bedlam. And, I, and Oklahoma State, I think, has going into the game, had the number three rush defense. They'd just gotten, I mean, you know, rivalry games. They throw out all the records and all that stuff. But Oklahoma also, just State, bedlam, but yeah, bedlam. Yeah, but Oklahoma State had just held Texas Tech to like a hundred yards. So I was like, okay, Brooks is not going to do much here. Yeah, um, but of course he went for sixteen. Um, so I thought maybe TJ Pledger going against Colorado would maybe be a better play. But he, you know, he had a hundred yards rushing, and that was it. But um, yeah, I mean, hundred yard rushing's not bad. He just didn't get the t the. Titles. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, that's when you look at my roster. It's just like um. Keem Jarrett also did the same thing. 100, 100 yards receiving, no touchdowns. Um, 
And yeah, so it looks like Rashid White only had one touchdown as well. He normally has more than that. So kind of just frustrating that couldn't happen. You know, obviously the week before I got a little bit lucky where it turned out that Michigan State didn't uh, didn't have a pass defense. Um, so yeah, a little frustrating there. But it is what it is, I guess, right? Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It's rough. I mean, at least you had a, tra- a chance to win, right? I mean, you're in the game. That's that's more than ten other guys can say. So yeah, I mean, the you know, it was until the Kansas game, which I think was like a three thirty kickoff, and Lenny Brown just kind of went off for West Virginia. I was like in that that terrible area where it was like, man, if White just pops, or if Cameron Peoples just pops, like I. I, I could actually sneak in with a, a W here, but um, that never happened. Oh, and yeah, Isaiah likely also got two points. So I was like, oh man, like he can sometimes get 10 or 20, it feels like. So I thought like going into the day, I was I was actually pretty happy with where I was sitting. And then, yeah, I was going to say, was... Uh, the Michigan game really screwed you over because, you know, CJ Stroud needed another 50-point game, yeah. it seemed like, and they just, you know. And then... And, Henderson got like a receiving touchdown too. That really sucked. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He got one of those. Um, the other one, I mean, it would have put me more in the territory of possibly leaving a win on the bench. But th- if you guys watched the Michigan State Penn State game, it was like snowing pretty hard. And somehow Jalen Dotson still got 25 points. Like I saw that and I was like, yes, like they're going to just <laughs> run the ball the entire game. Never happened. Hmm. Well, and the uh, the other thing we've mentioned uh, some of the players already, but you know Creed's mega trades from early in the season scored a bunch of points, um, obviously in the championship game, and it's been no difference. In fact, I have another little uh, history factoid for you. Um, prior to this season, the most points that anybody had ever scored from players that they had traded for was in 2019. Uh, 315 points uh, throughout the course of the season after the trades uh, was amassed. Now this year, that record was obliterated twice. So the second most points ever scored by players acquired via trade happened this year by Alex, and he scored 571 points uh, throughout the season with traded players. And so that's already almost doubling you know, the previous record, you have to go another 300 points to get to Creed. He scored 885 points this season from traded players with the, uh, what was it, Travion. Um, That's partially because the trade was so early, though, too. Yeah, it is partially because it's so early. I mean, it's, it's not everything. But also, if you look, he did get four starters. I mean, one of the reasons I thought Creed probably hadn't logged in that much is like, who the fuck else is going to put in there? <laughs> Right. I mean, he's got four positions locked in. And then in the later on, he traded for uh, the tight end. It's like, I mean, he's his roster tweaks are like, okay, who's on a bye? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, I mean, hate him for, you, you know what? Actually, um, I, I kind of came to terms actually just today. I was listening to an emergency podcast talking about, um, about all these wild creatures. Uh, wild coaching stuff and somebody was talking about how they apparently had interviewed brad stevens right before he had um right before he'd gone to the celtics and he was like i'm really happy with butler being at butler but 
the same time, whenever that, whenever that phone rings, I'm going to pick up and just, you know, hear what somebody has to say. And you know what? Creed was also making those phone calls to uh, go out and get those trades. Cause I, you know, yeah, I mean, I like I've been I've been saying I have no issues with it. Like Mark agreed to it. Yeah. Like, so the only other thing, and I know we've it's a dead horse. We beat it to death. The only other thing that I will say was shady about it, and we hit on it at the very first podcast we did about this was I think Creed had the other people propose the trade so that he could accept it. So that way, if Mark proposed the trade at like noon. And John didn't get to his trade proposal until mm. two. He could sit on marks and accept them both simultaneously. Because the one thing that I will say is when somebody makes a mega trade, <laughs> yeah. right, it changes the waters. So he made two trades in an environment before he changed, you know, the landscape with with a, a mega blockbuster trade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, interesting. Oh. But hey, you know what? Like, he pulled it off. Yeah. Like he somehow put that all I'm saying is in the future, I'm never, even if I'm making a trade with Creed, he is fucking proposing it to me so I can accept it on my terms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, people will let learn that from, be a lesson league. People will learn from this. I, I mean, it's still anyway. Yeah. We've, we've beat it. But yeah, I mean like, you know, I, I still like, I guess think just impressed that he had the thought to, um, even kind of proposed those wild trades that early. Like clearly, mm-hmm. clearly he saw that he could really improve his team, and he did. I, I mean, can't. I can't wait to right. see who Mark gets. <laughs> I just and then we can Mark we can address the trade again. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it was Mark that filled out the survey, but on the like the who who do you think is going to win the championship game survey? Um, somebody filled it out as if they were Mark. I assume it was Mark, but I didn't ask for names, so. But I don't know if I put it in there, but like so somebody filled it out like I want to crush Creed's soul next year. <laughs> uh, so if, if it was Mark, he's he's owning to whatever he did. Hmm. Um, and okay. speaking of Mark, uh, kind of a whimper in the uh, the best of the rest game there. Only fifth, not even 50 points. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't even know how he was scoring points before that. You know, I didn't even bother looking at his team like. Well, yeah. neither did Mark. Yeah, that's <laughs> like yes. Oh, you know what it was? He had a he had a Purdue receiver and a Coastal Carolina receiver that did just really well in the weekend before, and that kind of just put him over the hump. Uh, oh, he had Penn State against Rutgers as well. Man, Mark had a really good Final Four matchup because uh, it was Penn or it was Purdue against uh, Northwestern. Yeah. Geez. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez, yeah. All right. Oh my so. gosh! Yeah, Mark's team in the championship game or the best of the rest game. One, two, three, four, five players that put up one point or less or under one point, and two other guys that didn't even break into double digits. So, recipe for disaster. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, I guess that's just a good good segue to that game. I mean, I guess we were kind of talking about earlier about how Alex um cleaned up in the postseason in the season but he had to he lost the end right and then he just he apparently felt the suffering from losing the end and uh and whipped everyone up yeah 
And uh, BK, didn't you have Anthony Brown at one point? Or what? You were talking about him as a bad quarterback for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had one of his, I had, at least before, I, I think Oregon's had a lot of injuries. So I think the guy might have ended up being hurt. But I had what was going into the season, the number one wide receiver. And he wasn't putting up points. Like, it's like week three or four. I like was like Googling them, trying to figure out what's going on. And all the articles I could find were just talking about his downfield blocking abilities. I'm like, <laughs> not not good for uh, scoring fantasy mm. football points. But at that at that time, might be something we consider for next year is uh, how many points for a, a nice downfield block. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Because <laughs> what was the name of that running back that got hurt by Oregon? Um. I no idea. Name now. But um <clears throat> anyways, but yeah, like um it kind of helped because he needed to be downfield blocking for that guy because he was really good. Kind of helped cement the win against Ohio State. Rest in peace, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. All righty. Anything else we got on the final game? I don't think so. Congratulations, Alex, on your second bottle. Congratulations, Creed, to your second championship. Also, I mean, I know it's not uh, one of the end of the season ones, but congratulations to Peter for his first bottle ever winning his uh, division. That was his first bottle ever? First, I mean, he's only been in the league for, whatever, four or five years. But yeah, but... yeah that was his first ever bottle. Wow, I didn't realize that. Okay. Always the bridesmaid, never a bride. Yeah. So the, the outline says that the bottles are shipped. Um, can you share, like, what everyone chose? Yeah, so Creed. Um, Creed C.J. Went... Verdell. Yeah, C.J. Verdell, good job. Do you remember Sorry. that or you have to look it up? I did look it up, but okay. I wanted to sound like I knew. <laughs> we heard the clicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Creed went with the Dickle for the first choice, which was a very good choice. Um, and then it was to Peter because Peter um, was number one in playoff seating. So that's kind of how we go about it to decide the divisions um, to make the you know, regular season matter. Um, and he went with the Sazerac Rye. I have it sitting next to me right here in a box. My son helped me package it up tonight, so we'll get it shipped out tonight, uh, tomorrow. Not tonight, but drop that off tomorrow. Um, then Creed had the next pick, and he went with an Empire Whiskey from California. It looked really good. Um, and then it was Phil Brooks, and they did the Mexican Whiskey. Can't pronounce the name. How's that and happen? Then, Who do you send it to? Uh there's like a shadow fund for them that just comes out of my own personal pocket. So they both get a bottle of whiskey. Oh, all right. Wow. Wow. The, truly the people's commission. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they both pay in too. So it's like, uh, it's, uh, um, it kind of works out. I, you know, I, I, that's how I proposed to it to them. Like when they're like talking about it and they're like, that sounds good. And this is the second year and the second year I've had to ship them two bottles. Uh, so, well, and I mean, honestly, there's enough money in the league if it wasn't for shipping. Like, the shipping is what really kills you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. I mean, that shipping just really gets up there. So honestly, like, what was it? One year we had, I just shipped three bottles to like one person in Des Moines or something. And I was like, you guys can distribute it from there. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing for Alex and Creed. Um, yeah. Because it's kind of annoying. Uh, so the, the final one, Alex gets uh, monkey shoulder uh, scotch. Mm. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah, so that one was picked because of Pole Assassin. Oh, and then the Tennessee, the Dickel was picked because of um, Tennessee, and that was right around the time that they were throwing shit on the field, so it seemed timely. <laughs> of course, with how fast stuff moved in college football this year, it's like stuff kind of felt out of date by the time I was like 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like watching, uh, if you go back and rewatch SEC shorts from like the first couple of weeks, you're like, man, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Those so, are so yeah. good. I wish there was a yeah. Big Ten version. Yeah. I'm surprised that there hasn't been like a copycat, like, you know, pop up. Yeah. The thing is, though, like, it would just be so obvious a copycat. Like, somebody would have to come up with like their own unique thing. thing. Yeah. I don't know what well, that would be. Well, because what is it? Like, uh, the faux Polini was like, the funniest thing ever and he mm-hmm. was like the first guy and i mean pat runs this faux ferentz account it's really just it's just him being mean and angry pat um, runs a fake uh a... oh yeah it's, it's the faux faux kirk ferentz oh that's, account. that's pat this, yeah this came, this came up a few times last year where no it it someone someone it, that mentioned it on the pod no i i told you that somebody was contacting fan tracks on twitter yeah, complaining to them. It was Pat using his fake, uh, his burner Twitter account. This, this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's him. I'm gonna follow you. Hey, you got 241 followers. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, there's like a faux every coach thing, and then what was the other one? Like the Captain Andrew Luck thing. Like now that's a big thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm surprised the, that there's not like a Big Ten version of SEC shorts. Yeah. Um, but for the shipping, yeah, actually we did save thirty bucks on shipping because I'm doing Alex and Creed together. But of course, the liquor store I was gonna I was buying the bottles through ran out of the, <clears throat> ran out of the Sazerac. Um, so I had to go pick up one by myself and do it do it for Peter. But yeah, otherwise I was gonna throw Peter in there too. So yeah, um, right. I, actually, too, like it's kind of funny stats. Um, I was looking at it. I, I'm also using a liquor store for four of the bottles this year, which makes it just a lot easier. And um, so I think everyone should get their bottle by Friday. And that's not how quick it has been in the past when it's me. Oh, man. All up. What was it? The, the first year that one year we had the idea where it was like we have people all over the country. So like Mark's going to pick a bottle from mm-hmm. D.C., Right. And that was like a cool idea. But having other people try to track stuff down, I think somebody didn't get their bottle for like six months. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was 2019. It was a really fun idea. Problem with that was I was like talking. So, yeah. So it was 2019. We did bottles where people lived at. So there was like a bottle for like where everyone lived at. Last year, it was um, bottles from around the world because no one could travel. And this year, I kind of just tried to pick some bottles that were felt timely for whatever was going on in college football. Um, but yeah, for 2019, the Phil one, I, I, there was like this really cool distillery in Pittsburgh that does like all these different flavors and stuff. And each one seems awesome. It turned out that they only would have shipped to Mark if I like asked them to do it, like for some reason, Washington DC or, you know, or Phil himself. And so then Phil then just went to the distillery, bought it for me. And then he moved to LA and yeah. somehow the bottle ended up in his shipping container and he's like. I can't get into the shipping container for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Fucking Phil. Um, so yeah. So yeah, it's all taken care of. So hopefully everyone can enjoy while they watch a uh, future big 10 champion, uh, Spencer Petrus, uh, light it up. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, savoring something, I was going to open it for this tonight. Um, but then Iowa ended up somehow backdooring their way into the title game. But uh, I was able to get a bottle of Bourbon County, uh, the bourbon barrel-aged stout that uh, Goose Island does. 
and I got their, it's called the original Coca-Cola variant. So it's got like what? all the flavors of Coca-Cola and it's bourbon barrel aged. And that's what I'll be drinking during the potential Michigan beatdown. They call it I a variant? I won't say it in a good or bad way. Coca-Cola. I know. I'm just, they call it a variant. That's kind of a trigger word these days. <laughs> yeah, no, they do. And, you know, it, it's been there since before COVID and Delta. So, and Omicron. Omicron. Did you uh, camp out at Benny's at like 10 a.m. to get that or something? No. Uh, so actually we were talking about it. Uh, Jen's dad was asking if we were going to go do it again. Um, and I was like, eh, you know, the last couple of times it's, you wait in line and there's so much of it that, you know, you get up there and you're like, yeah, give me everything you can get. And it's like you buy six of these bottles and then, you know, nobody around here wants them anymore. So I was like, it's not worth the hassle to go there for one bottle. Um, so then he and uh, my mother-in-law went to Costco and they had like, nobody would ever think to go to Costco to buy Bourbon County. And they had, you know, 20 bottles left. And he was like, oh, hey, look. And they'll only let you buy one. <laughs> So he he's like, this is the one I'll buy, and he gave it to me, which was nice. So, complete accident, but yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do it anyway. Should uh, I? I think I think I have a 2019 and a 2020 vintage. I should maybe crack open one of those too. Alrighty, so should we look ahead to any changes that we want to make? Think Looking talk about 22. Making? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, not even really that far because oh, yeah. uh, some of these uh, changes will be implemented for the. Uh, what do you call it? The bowl, the bowl game lineups uh, as a testing zone, which I really am, am growing to like. Um, so the first change, and this one is, you know, uh, I think had a lot of support. We'll have a, I haven't got many other suggestions yet, but this is just the kicker. So we're going to be moving to a similar thing where it's 0.1 points per one yard of like rushing, receiving, and do the same thing for a kipper, kicker. So 29 yard field goal, 2.9 points. 52-yard field goal, 5.2 points. Miss a field goal, minus one. So that's going to be the first change. So we'll see how that goes. It's it's still minus one for a 60-yarder or minus one for a 20-yarder? And for an extra point, yeah. Just any missed field goal extra point. Just oh, minus come one. on. Let's let's do like minus five for under 20. Minus oh, four I like for that. under yeah. 25. And just, just go down, you know? Let's baby step. <laughs> baby step. If kickers get too overpowered, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like that though. To really hurt them for those missed twenty-five yeah. yards. Yeah. If, if, if you points. miss a sixty-yarder, I think it should be just net zero. You know, yeah. not not minus. But oh man, nothing's worse than watching somebody trot out a, a your kicker right before halftime to try a sixty-two-yarder yeah. into the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so the other one we're going to try, and I don't have, uh, nobody's given a good suggestion yet for how we're going to do it yet, but uh, we're going to do a defense and special teams tweak. Um, and basically the the most that I've heard so far is like, we're going to get rid of the yards allowed uh, or, com- or narrow those. So like right now, if you hold a team to hundred and I guess like 150 yards or less of total offense it's like eight points and so like there's all these different categories and so obviously when your defense starts you, you have 26 points and you go from there and it typically whittles down because of the yards allowed and stuff like that so I think what we're going to look to do is something more akin to 
If you hold somebody to like 200 yards or less, it's like three points. Between 200 and 500 is like one point. And if you know that somebody scores over 500 point or over 500 yards, you don't get any points. Because um, at the end of the day, like points is what matters to a defense, turnovers and, and touchdowns as well. So don't really care as much about yardage. Um, so we're going to maybe try to get rid of that. And then mm. uh, what was the other one? Uh, somebody suggested like you get two points if your team wins, whether you, you know, give up 10 points or 50 points. I don't know how I feel about that one because, you know, Ohio State's of the world. They're going to win eight, nine games every year. You know, yeah. Coastal, Car- well, Coastal I, Carolina probably going to win a bunch too. But Yeah, I don't I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem is I, I, I kind of like that, but then at the same time, like defense wins the games and then sometimes it's like a – you know, it's like a fifty-two to fifty, you could, you 50 could shootout. And you like could be Nebraska, defense. whose defense deserved to win every game, yeah. and then the offense and special teams said, "No, no, no." I mean, I, I don't know. Iowa defense and special teams said we're going to win this game, and Iowa's offense was like, "No, no, no." Yeah, yeah. And I, did you see? Uh, this was the worst offense in Kirk Ferentz's tenure. Or second worst, sorry. There was one year that was worse. Yeah, worst offense that Kirk Ferentz has ever had. Second worst. Somehow he still won 10 games. What a waste of defense and special teams. Is Deuce uh, Bigelow or whatever, the third string guy, is he any better? He's he's in the transfer portal, baby. He He didn't hear about this, He's transferred? No. I mean, I don't keep close tabs on Iowa football. So So it was the one time that, like, you know, like the complaint, of course, is always like, especially like with like coaches leaving right now, it's always like, uh, you know, like they're just going to say what you want to hear. So like they always just give you these stupid answers like, oh, you know, he's, he's really good and we like what he's doing. Somebody asked Kirk, like, w- how do you feel about Deuce? Like they asked no, him. The, so what happened was the there was a flu going around. So Alex oh, Padilla yeah. and mm-hmm. Spencer Petras both had the flu leading up to the Nebraska game. Okay. And the question was, how did you feel about your quarterback situation? So now you can take over, BK. I, you probably sounds like you know better than me, but Kirk was effectively said, if Deuce played, we did win that game. And I was like... His direct quote was, uh, we felt pretty good, but if Deuce would have had to play, I might have stayed in Iowa City. No. And, I mean, so, then, I mean, and so then he and, just after the game was like, fine, I'm gone. Well, and so he, in the, uh, the press notes or whatever, it does say like parentheses chuckling if Deuce had to start, I would have stayed in Iowa City. So, like, he was clearly cracking a joke, but... That doesn't come across real great. It doesn't come across in was print he, was at he all. A, was he a highly recruited guy? Like, he, I mean... Four-star. Four-star dual-threat guy out of Texas. Was he a freshman? And, or, like, it, Padilla was a freshman, though, right? So, Padilla, Padilla and Deuce Hogan are... So, I think Padilla is a redshirt sophomore. Hogan oh. is a redshirt freshman. And Petrus is a redshirt junior. I mean, if he couldn't get on the field this year, meh, you know, yeah. like, that's probably. But well, I just I in like any just other because... in any other team, I would agree with you, Eric. But Kirk Ferentz is loyal to a fault. It literally took Spencer Petrus's arm falling off, and him <laughs> incapable of completing the pass against a shitty Northwestern team before he's like, "All right, Padilla, you're gonna get your shot now." Hmm. I mean, it was pathetic he got hurt against wisconsin looked like garbage came out against northwestern and literally went like two for seven 
in the first three drives and we had nine total yards before Kirk was like, okay, you're, you're really hurt. You know, speaking of like the coaching carousel earlier, the transfer portal is nuts as well. That is a, that's kind of a fun, uh, the, the, um, rivals uh, transfer portal Twitter. You you follow that at all? No, it's just constant. It's going to get like in trouble for by Twitter for tweeting too much. Probably. Oh my gosh. It's just unbelievable how many it feels like more than normal but you know all these all these guys can't land on power five schools you know yeah um so anyway Uh, and so there's one more scoring change that i didn't put in the thing but i I mentioned it in an email i think but i'm gonna look into allowing players that have special teams points I'm going to see if Hell yeah. will let us attribute them to both the player and the defense and special I've teams. Been, I've been trying to get this through for years. Haven't we yeah. looked at this and it's not possible? Or are you going to like contact them? No, no. So uh, I've looked at it in the context of Liquored Up League, and it's not possible under the free version. Oh. But if we do the, the bowl game one where – you can have multiple players like on different rosters, like because everybody's going to want to play Travion Henderson. In order to allow the same player on multiple rosters, you have to have the premium. So there's going to be a hundred dollar extra charge to, you know, even do that. And so since we're doing the the premium version, let's let's get all the premium bells think, and whistles out. I there. think we should try the premium next year. Just to try it for one year and see what it's like. See what see what we can do. I do know one of the premium features is basically like uh it connects it to PayPal where BK can basically assign everybody their league fees and then it will just I mean it's sure just he'd you like to PayPal that. I think but Ooh, okay. Maybe that'll work. Splitsy's tried to do that and I could never pay Peter. I had to reverse the charge and we'll get into it here but what's what's Split the these worked for me what's the uh you didn't hit the back to 16 players point did you no that was just something so this year because i expected us to uh have so be, more than one game that was canceled for yes COVID? seeing the effects of covid um mm-hmm. there was 17 players so seven yeah so we went i think how many we i think we let 22 players on a team last year so we went down to 17 this year but normally we have 16 so I assume so we'll next go back year, down to that number just to next year we will. Okay. But you know, kind of let the good players churn out there if you want. Um, Did we have any COVID instances where we like just one game? One game mm-hmm. in yeah. the whole USC, league. USC versus somebody. Okay. Uh, Cal, they're playing. Yeah. Uh, they're playing on Saturday night late. So if anyone likes to bet and likes to throw some coins around, um, you can put some money on you know Alabama Georgia. You get behind on that one. You got a makeup game at nine thirty o'clock at night. Just put a little bit more on that, and you make it back. There you go. I only bet if Nebraska's favored by four and a half. <laughs> that was just the ultimate, like uh, that 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 betting slip that you shared was ultimate. I like the the most I'll ever bet on a game is like five bucks, and it's rare. Every every year at the beginning of the like. 
it, in January, I will, I can, well, I've done it once cause we've only been, it's only been legal for a year, but, um, I put a hundred dollars in and that's, that's what I do for the whole year. So yeah. I like, I do like one and $2 bets and maybe go up to a $5 if I'm really, if I'm really confident. And when I saw Nebraska four and a half, I was like, nope, 50. and i was i was surprised that you hadn't said anything when you guys were slapping us around pretty good no i mean like my you can i you can ask my wife when it was 21 6 i was like carla i don't feel good about this don't feel good about this at all and then and then the punt block happened and i was like carla I know where this goes. I know exactly (laughs) where this goes. I I feel like I have this sixth sense. Well, I I mean, you know, I think the hot take of 2022 is going to be like, well, Nebraska was actually a good team last year. They just couldn't get it figured out. But like, I have to imagine there's some point where it just keeps happening. Mm -hmm. And it just like that. If it wasn't the pump block for touchdown, it was the safety. And then, you know, like it's just like, Iowa well, knows like this is what happens to I mean it was it was coaching it was clearly yeah. coaching they clearly had the players to if if they you know as tough as the schedule was they had a very tough schedule and they stuck with every team on their schedule um it clearly wasn't talent it was well so I only watched two Nebraska games closely that was week 0 because everybody was up here so we got to see him play mm-hmm. Illinois mm-hmm. and then the Iowa game and the in Illinois- the Illinois game, right when they were losing at the end, not joking, there was a like a one of the commentators said something to the effect of like, "Oh, this is what happened last year." It's like they're watching the same movie, and maybe it was a quote from Scott no, Frost or Frost, something. Frost said that in the post game. Okay, and so like that was like the whole talking point. And then I watched the other game, which was the last game of the season, and verbatim, it's like they're watching the same movie. I'm like. Did they see that say this in every yeah. single game in the fourth quarter? That would you be know, so frustrating. I mean, the the Illinois game, they just that that was that was players. They were they played bad. Um, and actually, the Purdue and the Minnesota game were as well. But all every other game they played well. You know, that's three games. But every other game they played really well. The the coaches lost those games. But Purdue, Minnesota, and Illinois, I could say the players were just crap. So anyway, back to uh, uh, the last point. If you were commished, what changes would you make? Yeah, so this will be part of our end of season survey that I'll probably send out here. Probably Friday. I don't know. Um, but whoever asked this question to John this week, I loved it. Me. I think it's a good question. So if you're commished, what changes would you make? So get your heads um, churning if you guys have anything to say. So how how uh, versed are you in like the premium features? Can you highlight those for people to say like maybe we do premium for a year and see if those features are something we like and want to keep around? Because what does it cost to do premium? Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks in this big league is yeah, it's not like seven dollars a person. Yeah, seven fifty. So, do you know what else that gets us? Uh, no, but they do a pretty good job of explaining it if you get in there. Um, okay. I'll well, check on the... then everyone just go take a look at that and see what... <laughs> Put that on the survey. Should we do premium next year or not? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of... Sh- I mean, Fantrax lets you do everything. I just imagine, like... 
I don't even know what more they could offer you outside of the defensive special teams player thing. That's what I yeah. want added. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, so well, really you have to go into like league setup as the commissioner and then anything that has a a little diamond next to it is premium feature. So allowing multiple players onto uh or a player on multiple rosters is premium. I don't think we want that though. Uh members can own more than one team, that's a premium feature. Mm. Let's see, player pools, nothing here that's premium. I'm sure it'll all be mostly in scoring and transactions and stuff. But Yeah, so far uh, those two don't sound appealing. Force teams to have a minimum number of games played. That doesn't sound interesting. Mm-mm. So the thing is, like, what we have set up is, like, pretty ideal. Um, yeah, maybe maybe it's not worth it. I just was curious. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just looking through this now myself. I didn't. Uh, so it's mostly in these salaries and contracts. So like, we obviously don't use any of that mm. because it's a draft. But mm. if you want to have a an auction, you can do that. Or um, if you want to do a draft, you can assign salaries to players, uh, like a running. I mean, I don't know how the fuck you do it, but yeah, I, that doesn't sound like very interesting to me. Which I've, I mean, I do auction in the NFL, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but like, it's that system's built for it, and I don't know how Fantrax handles it. The other, oh, this would be fun. Use contracts. So if we ever wanted to do a dynasty league, which somebody suggested, they want to say, hey, me. we're going to do, you know, we're going to say we're only going to do Big Ten, Pac twelve, or Big Ten, Big twelve, and you can have keepers. You can sign players to contracts where. You know, like, hey, I want this running back for three years, which probably an NFL thing, really. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's a premium fe- yeah. feature. Okay. Well, maybe it's not worth doing, but maybe people can take a look and find some feature that's that's worthwhile. Um, so you're so Brian, you're sending that out. So probably soon? Friday. I'll probably Friday. do like a, a yeah, like Friday a... fullback after season. Yeah, just fill out the survey. It's your final survey. Okay. Cool. Um, See, I got some other questions. Well, who knows? We'll figure out what we do there. I always like asking people what type of liquor they like. Last time everyone said whiskey, so we'll see if everyone still likes whiskey. But uh, ask that question. Whiskey! That question again. All right. I think we're ready. I think we're ready, BK. I think think either this will be the end of the podcast – if no, I no, no. It will not. Out, You're going to love this. You're going to love it. <laughs> if I decided, decide to edit this part out, this is the end, and we will see you later. Nope. Cue the nope. music. Or. More likely. Uh, do you, Nick, so I guess we should have talked about this. Do you want to be like the MC and I can handle the music? Uh, Sure. Yeah, I can do that. So this is, this on the, our outline is called Sweet Sticks and BK have a game planned. That's right. And uh, for those keen-eared listeners that picked up on my earlier hint this was a, a game that was suggested in an earlier podcast where eric will be oh, asked yes. a series of questions oh, that has yeah. some fake and real historical team names from liquored up history uh and he will be trying to identify which teams are real and which are fake 
Um, but in a, in a slight twist, BK came up with, uh, we're going to do it a little bit of, uh, what's that called, BK? Can you hear the music? Yeah. Yeah, barely. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be who wants to be a millionaire music. Uh, so we've got three categories for you, BK, or Eric. The first one, uh, Eric, these are all teams that you named except one. So I'm going to give you four names, and you have to tell me which one was never a team name that you created. We have Fear Amir, The Champ, The Afro Express, and The Walking Dead. I'm pretty sure it's... Okay, I'm pretty sure it's Afro Express because it was Afro Thunder. Um, let me. Okay, so it's Fear Amir... That's right. The champ is right. And then the last one was, what did you say? I got to get back over to that slide here. The Walking Dead. Yeah, The Walking Dead, I'm pretty sure was was one of mine too. I'm going to say the Afro Express because it was Afro Thunder. All right. And are you going to use your phone phone a friend at all or you're locking it in? No, I'm not. I didn't know I had a phone a friend, but that would be interesting to do. Surprise uh, someone in the league. (laughs) Uh, all right, and uh, locking it in. BK, can I get the music for when a guess is made? Uh, we got correct answer and wrong answer ready to go. <laughs> all right, and that one is the correct answer. All right. All right. That's going to come, come across beautifully on the file. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, BK and I, uh, we didn't make a bet about it, but I said you'd only get one of these right, and it was that one. So, Oh, I was going to say, I think that was a fairly <laughs> easy question if it's my teams. So yeah, how many yeah. questions are there again? There's going to be three rounds. So three rounds. The next okay. round is in 2018, Alex made a now infamous post where he did uh, movie posters and Adobe art and everything. Uh, for his team name generator mm-hmm. and he gave a name to everybody in the league one of these names was actually used for a team in the league so please identify the <laughs> team name generator name that was used for a real team we have seals team six cool jennings the amazing trace and Greer and Loathing in West Virginia. Oh. You know what? I want everyone <laughs> I want everyone on the pod to uh, pause this and make their own guess because this is a tough one. It's it's one of the last two. Would you like to use your 50-50? <laughs> Not after I've told you what the two are I think it is. <laughs> Okay, so it's Greer and Loathing, and what was the other, what the third one? Uh, the third one was The Amazing Trace. The Amazing Trace. That was Trace McSorley, right? I um, have to assume. And uh, Greer was the, well, I had Greer, so The Amazing Trace. I'm going to say The Fear and Loathing in West Virginia, or Fear and whatever, Greer and Loathing in West Virginia. And is that your final answer? That's, my, fi- that one that's my final answer. All right, BK, can I get that 
Incorrect music. Ow. Oh man, it's not very loud. I'm I can at least a... I get okay. Oh. Uh, is it the amazing trace? It is the amazing I trace. I had it I had it down to the right two. <laughs> oh man, I was so happy when you were like said this. You were like, Do you want your fifty fifty? The going back to those Greer and Loathing was just a fan. I mean, all of them are really good, but they were really good, yeah. Oh man, the one he did for my team, because uh, I had TJ Hawkinson. It was the Hawkeyes and the last of the Mohawkinsons. <laughs> Gosh, he like Alex did a, did great work that year for sure. All, All right. right, are you ready for the third and final round? Yeah. All right, Eric. I'm going to give you four names. One of these names has never won a championship. Oh, the crap. other three teams have. So I'm going to give you four okay. team names. I want you to tell me which one did not win the league. First, we have Casey. Next, we have Cyclone Brand Nut Cup. Then we have Mark. And finally, the Pork Chop Express. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So these are all can you read them again? Team names. Read them again. Four real team names. Which one did not win a championship? I got Casey, Cyclone Brand Nut Cup, Mark, or the Pork Chop Express. Cyclone Brand Nut Cup. Would you like to lock that answer in? <laughs> or maybe use a 50-50? I'm going to call a friend. <laughs> All right. Who would you like to call? Um, I'm going to call Alex. <laughs> Let's see if he picks up. The, the music well, I'm playing he... is actually the phone of friend music. <laughs> Hold on. I got to find his number. Hear me? I'll read it. No, you're on the headphones. No, he's on the headphones. I gotta, I gotta call someone who actually picks up. I get to call again if someone doesn't pick up. He's gonna be so bummed. He was the one who was asking to be on the podcast. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What a bummer. I'm going to call uh, Creed. I'm going to call everyone. No one's going to answer. It's going to be a very boring uh, segment here. I'm going to get a bunch of phone calls tonight after the pod. And... <laughs> What's up? So it's Mark, Casey, Cyclone Brand, Nut Cup, and what? The Pork Chop Express. Pork chop. Okay. I I what did what did I guess? Pork chop, uh, Nut Nut Cup is what I guessed. Creed's not answering. Do these? Do, I've never answered my phone in the last five years. 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to call Casey. Do you have Pat's number? Because that would be hilarious. <laughs> I don't. I can give it to you if you want after this. <laughs> I got to be honest. I got to be careful which Casey I called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got that. <laughs> Try someone else. All right, you need pass number? No. <laughs> think Peter would know? No way. Not a chance in hell. Who are you calling now? <laughs> <laughs> are you calling me? <laughs> oh, I should put you in my computer. Hello? You hung oh, up on me. Oh, no. Um, okay. Who else can I do? Um, I don't have Phil, uh, Pat's number, but I got Phil you from, have the, from our one podcast. Oh, that'd be so great. I'm not calling Mark. <laughs> Mark and Peter are left. And who are you? Are you calling Pat? I'm trying Alex. This is this is great podcast. Uh, Turns out that maybe in the TV show they had things a little fixed a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna talk in the G chat and say someone pick up. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so nice. I just I just learned today. Oh, Casey just G chatted me. Hold on. That. Sounds very twenty twenty one. Just like, why do you call me? Did someone? Is someone um, dead? I just learned how Phil's last name is said, though. Persapio. I I just learned that. Casey goes. He g chats me. What's up? I said, call me. Hopefully, you can edit this part out. No, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> this is gold. Hey, buddy. Hey. What's going on? Are we overthrowing the commissioner or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's a good idea. What What would you do? Uh, maybe John? Put John in place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why not? It can't what be it, worse. What, <laughs> what has Brian done wrong? Eric, you've got uh, limited no, time he here. They accidentally changed everybody's score. Yeah, and that was caused some people to get lost. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Are you? Were you asleep? <laughs> I was just going to bed. Oh, I'm I'm in a pickle, and What's I need up? I need you to answer a question for me. Okay. Which one of the <laughs> Which one of these teams has not won a liquored up title? Is it Cyclone Brand Nut Cup? Uh, Pork Chop Express, Mark, or Casey? Um, I know Casey has because that was my team name last year. Was that your team name when you won? Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Thank you. Narrowed um, it down. Cyclone Brand Nut Cup was Creed. 
And I know he has won championship before. I'm not sure on that. Porkchop Express was... Is that BK or is that Peach? I have no idea. I'm going to say Mark. I know Mark's won one, and I don't think he's ever changed his name. So I'm going to say Mark's got one of those. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Pork Chop Express. Pork Chop Express? Okay. Yeah. How confident are you? Not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, just so you know, you're on the podcast right now. You can't hear Brian and Nick chirping in my ear, but you will, you will, you will hear the you're rest the phone of friend. You're the phone of friend. They're playing a game with me, and uh, you're my phone of friend. Can they hear me? They can hear you. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I kind of, I, I kind of. Uh, you're doing a great job because you can have faces. All right. Thanks, bud. Bye. I'm not going to go with his answer. I'm going to go with mine. Which is the Cyclone Brand Nut Cup? Cyclone Brand Nut Cup. And that's your final answer. That's my final answer, yeah. BK, give me that incorrect music. Oh, was he right? Uh, He was wrong. So uh, Casey, he was right. Casey was his team name last year when he won it. The Cyclone Brand Nut Cup is Creed's original title team. Then the Pork Chop Express is the original champion of the entire league. That was my name in 2011. 2011, yeah. when we started this thing. So Casey was right. Mark never changes his name. But in the only year that he won a title, he had another name given to him, which was Sugar Glider. Oh. So Mark is his team name 95% of the time, just not the year that he won a title. So that was a little tricky. So, okay. So I just want to say what, what he said about Mark, I thought Mark was a trick. You were trying to make me think like, Oh, Mark always sucks. Choose Mark. I, I sniffed that one out. I just want to point that out. And I also want to point out that the original game was, is, is this an actual team name or not? And you made it significantly harder <laughs> that Casey couldn't get it. And, you know, if you would have just given me team names, I think I could have done pretty well. That's I mean, all I we, we sat on this for months. I, I just kept sitting going, how could we do this better? Yeah. I honestly, I thought this format was a lot more fun. From it, was, our it was, it was fun. I wish there were more questions. Um, Cause I think I could have gotten in the groove a little bit, but those well, were tough I ones. I, I don't know if anyone in the league could have gotten, could have gotten those. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, we wrote you, the questions. Um, I think I would have struggled with the team name generator one. Um, because I had it down to the right two. Were, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. And then but, the last know, one was a trick was a... question. <laughs> well, and this, uh, this segment, I think we'll see uh, what other people think, but there's a lot of material here for, uh, for this format to come back in the future. And we'll have a whole off season to, to craft some more. I think, I think questions. it was, it was very good. Um, I, I like my performance. I thought I did. I thought I did really well. Um, just, you know, 
it's just like watching the same movie over again it's <laughs> it's we're trying well, really BK, hard we're, we're really we're really really close i promise we're really I did close. call it bk he's gonna get one point yeah it's gonna be um and i mean you you right away when i told you that i the idea in my head you right away said mark needs to be yeah and i had <laughs> totally forgotten so i, I sniffed totally that out forgotten. yeah but i had totally forgotten that casey's team name last year was casey uh and so i was like it needs to be mark just because his team name is always mark <laughs> except for the year that he won the championship. So I was hoping that you'd put that together that like, Hey, Mark has won a title. It's probably was under the name Mark. I did put that together. I don't get points for that though. No, no. I liked your little game there with Casey too. Where you're like, (laughs) what? I don't know. And he wasn't questioning it at all. I'd be like, why are you asking me these questions? (laughs) (laughs) He sounded tired. Yeah, he did. I'm going to get phone calls from, well, I'm probably going to get texts from Creed and Alex and Phil and whoever else I called. I think Pat, no, Brooks might, I don't know. I think those are the two. Maybe I don't have, I have Brooks's phone number, I think. Pat probably doesn't. I bet Brooks would have answered, but he would, he had, he doesn't have the context for either of those. I didn't want to go to Brooks um, and Peter. No, I don't yeah. know Brooks's number. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Okay. Pat's the only one I don't have a number for. That fits. That yeah. that fits the whole the whole league structure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All yeah, right. it's funny. I was talking to Pat the other day, and I was like, man, these podcasts are they're so much fun to do. And he's like, yeah, I don't listen to them. Yeah. I was we like, sh- we I'm should, pretty um, sure you're the only one that doesn't listen to them. John should... would be a good target for this game, too, because... I, I thought about John, too, right as I was moving on, but... Because uh, when he did his matching up every team, his numbers did not equal 12. I don't know what his numbers equaled up to. <laughs> I think it was nine. I think he did five <laughs> pairs, and I was in two of them. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm checking uh, our download stats, see if everyone's listening still. Um... Well, you're doing that, though. I mean, uh, we got nothing else planned. I mean, we're putting a bow here on a, another successful liquored up season. So as yeah. we kind of wrap up here, it's kind of sad. It is sad. Uh, we'll see everybody in, in 2022. Should we play like yeah. some vitamin C and um, Ooh, what is yeah. it? As we go on. Oh boy. Yeah. I'll, I'll edit that in. <laughs> okay. You can do that. Okay, no, gonna, he's I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm really close. Okay. On Spotify, the last episode, um, had seven was that the two-part one no we did another one no um and that the two-parter let's see the two-parter got a 12 and 11 starts so um it it did it did well we had you know in apple they have some terrible stats apple has been showing that um our podcast gets about 25 listens each time um so there's someone out there who's not in our league that's watching that's listening yeah yeah they're really enjoying our our banter (laughs) um yeah apple stats suck but seven for spotify so um 
not quite everyone. They're getting bored of us. Yeah, yeah. It's good for off season. Good for the off season time. All right. Anything else we got to hit? I don't think so. No. I got the music ready to go. It was a good season. Congratulations, Creed. I'm sad that I didn't win. I actually, you know what? One thing I will say, Creed was very quiet. Um, he, you know, he could have, you know, done a GIF or just been like a, a "fuck you, Brian." I won. Didn't do any of that. But I, I was told that he was trying to pressure at least one person to go out to bars to celebrate Saturday evening. Um, so he, uh, so Creed has been quiet all season. Yeah, I don't know uh, if it's true or false, but uh, and what's the? There's a saying, and I don't know it, and so this is going to be a really bad paraphrasing of something to the effect of, "The quiet man is the guilty man." Oh wow, yeah. So like he, just, oh like. If he that saying doesn't exist, he does. it should. Yeah, he knows he did something wrong, so he's not trying to rub our noses in it. Yeah, I think I mean, you're hey. the only one who thinks he did something wrong. Oh, he knows. He he literally told me at Game of the Year, he's like, I just sent Mark a trade proposal expecting him to counter it, and Mark was like, okay, sure. I just get to pick one player off your team. And Creed was like, what? So Mark's going to get knows. a ton of trade yeah. proposals next year. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's uh, you know, you gotta you gotta take the shots, and he did it. I'm sad. Won't hold it against him, but if he does it next year, oh, then then things will get ugly. So basically, if you get a trade proposal from Creed out of the blue, you know he's trying to rip you off. <laughs> so don't immediately accept it. That's pretty universal, you though. You would think. I mean, every not that no that I just mean that everyone's trying to your first one is trying to like. Make it I don't more think favorable. that's entirely true. I well, feel like I try to be. Everyone yeah. tries a proposal that they think favors themselves. Yeah. So anyway, okay. All right. We this will, is our uh, best pod yet. Yeah, best pod yet. We'll uh, we'll see you next year, probably in like late July, early August. And, yeah. Uh, why not? We'll we'll do this again. This is fun. We should do it again sometime. All right. Cheers. Bye.